All right, welcome back. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bar Silence. My name is Jameson, and I'm your host. Every episode of this show aims to explore the very best video game music from past to present. If you're new to the show, you can head over to barstylance.com, where you can listen to past episodes, see track listings, and find an easy link to subscribe on whatever your favorite podcatcher is. You can also listen on 8Beats Radio, where the show plays live on the first Tuesday of every month. Check it out at 8Beats.co, or check out the show notes for a link to 8Beats, and then tune into excellent video game music 24-7 around the clock. In this episode, we're going to be talking about and jamming out to the absolutely amazing soundtrack to Metropolis Street Racer by Bizarre Creations. This groundbreaking release at the time was one of the first truly next-generation gaming experiences that the Dreamcast had to offer. It was preceded by a ton of hype in the press for its graphics, realistic recreations of major cities, as well as its use of hyper-realistic-looking cars. But unfortunately, the legacy of Metropolis Street Racer is dreadfully paired to its release during a very troubling time for Sega. At the time, Sega was facing the launch of the PlayStation 2, and the effects of that were rather grave. Peter Moore, who is the president and COO of Sega of America, was quoted at the time saying that the Dreamcast needed to have sold over 5 million units in the United States alone by the end of 2000 for it to remain a viable platform. And sadly, Sega only ended up managing to sell around 3 million units by the end of that year. So where does Metropolis Street Racer land in all of this? The game was first released in November of 2000 in the European market, and then was released on January 16th, 2001 in North America. Just 15 days later, on January 31st, Sega announced the discontinuation of the Dreamcast. Ouch. But for what it's worth, that fact did not stop me from getting this game because I was all in on the Sega Dreamcast at the time, and Metropolis Street Racer was very much the swan song of this very well-loved but poorly selling system. Now, the other thing that was really cool about Metropolis Street Racer was it was not only just an incredible looking game, it was how truly forward-thinking the game really was. One of the more interesting features of the game, and one relevant to the show, is its absolutely enormous soundtrack covering a bunch of genres. The music appears in the game as if you're tuned into a live radio station in each of the cities within the game. The on-air personalities talk about the weather, upcoming songs, and other chit-chat as if you just hopped into the car yourself. Comparatively speaking, this concept actually follows in the footsteps of the 1997 release of the original Grand Theft Auto. That game featured seven different radio stations that the players would hear, depending on what type of car they were in. Ideas like this were not really possible until the CD-based gaming era, and thanks to this pioneering effort, radio stations have actually gone on to be a feature in many other game series like Fallout, Mafia, Need for Speed, Forza, and many others. Metropolis Street Racer's radio stations offered up a great selection of musical genres that included pop, country, rock, dance, and jazz funk. And if you weren't the type of person who wanted to hear the radio station-like presentation of the music, you could adjust the menu to play CDs based on the genres that mirror the in-game radio stations, and you could also create your own personal playlist. So to start off this set of tunes, we're going to hear the dreamy drum and bass track called Heartland. This atmospheric jam is absolutely fantastic. While doing research for this episode, I found a comment that was actually left by Richard on a YouTube video of this song, where he said he used sound effects from the 1996 Sega Saturn game called Nights Into Dreams while he was making this track. And we'll follow that one with our next song called Menu, that of course, you can guess, plays during the menu screens while you set up your track and car selections. This one is a highlight on the soundtrack, and I love this song's spacey synths and absolutely killer beat. And then of course, to end the block, we're gonna listen to a song called Push. This song has an excellent big beat style vibe to it that definitely reminds me of early music from groups like the Crystal Method and the Propeller Heads. So let's get into these tracks and I'll be back after that. Thank you. 
Metropolis Street Racer's premise is pretty simple. It's laid out in the game's intro video that splices real footage of cars between clips of the game with text over it that reads the following. We have created a new language. Kudos. A new way of thinking. Beyond your conscious ability, it breathes style and precision. It seeks ambition and it will change the way you think about driving. It's not about how fast you drive, it's about how you drive fast. The Kudos system rewarded drivers for racing stylishly and gives racers points to unlock different tracks and real cars over the course of 25 different challenges. So the idea with this system is that as you race, you want to hit top speeds, take risks, and try to drift around corners to maximize the amount of style points that you can earn. But this also means that you can wreck and end up with the points penalty. This of course gave gamers a constant risk versus reward scenario as they attempted to master all the different courses in the game. Metropolis Street Racer also gave a variety of different game modes like Hot Lap, one-on-one -on -one races, single street races against several opponents, and a championship series against three opponents over four races. Now, another interesting aspect of this game that it should absolutely be remembered by is that it was actually an early example of what has evolved into open-world racing games. Metropolis Street Racer places you in highly detailed versions of London, Tokyo, and San Francisco. And these locations were painstakingly reproduced in an age before Google Street View. To do this, the development team had to physically visit each city and then take thousands of photos and video in order to accurately render the cities and create exciting areas in which to race through. 
If you can try to imagine, they actually had to document and then recreate every level of detail from the streetlights to curbs, billboards, signage, as well as various storefronts. Not only were the street names accurate, the game featured recreations of local monuments, as well as a mix of fake and real brands that would appear on billboards and storefronts like Fujifilm, TDK, McDonald's, Nescafe, Sanyo, Samsung, and tons more. Metropolis Street Racer, simply, was a visual treat, and honestly, the game still looks fantastic. Now, to get back to the music, another one of the genres that appear in the game is a grooving jazz and funk-inspired set of tracks. The game's radio stations do an incredible job of presenting the music that you hear as if it were created by a variety of different artists, and it blows my mind that just Richard Jakes created all of them. This time around, in this block of music, we're going to tune into that jazz-funk genre and listen to three absolutely stunning songs. First, we're going to listen to the cool, cool track called Low Lights. This song has an amazing 90s New Jack Swing-style drum with a lovely piano and a grooving bass that is just a pure mood. After that, we're going to listen to the hot, hot heat of Outside In. This song's friendly and upbeat groove will definitely lift your mood with its jazz-funk-infused inspiration. And then we'll finish the block with a brilliant song called Think About It. This track's fast beats, killer keyboards, and smooth horns make this a classy act to top off this block. So let's hop into the driver's seat, get grooving, and hit the road.
The Metropolis Street Racer soundtrack would not have been possible without the incredibly talented Richard Jakes. His background studies at the Royal Academy of Music in London and his natural given talent has armed him with the tools to develop an incredible portfolio of excellent music over the years. And Richard got his start working in video game music just after getting his degree and quickly became the lead composer at Sega Europe. In seven years, he worked on soundtracks with Sega teams like Traveler's Tales, Sonic Team, Smilebit, and eventually Bizarre Creations. This led to him having credits on mega-favorite games of fans like Sonic 3D Blast on the Saturn, Sonic R, Jet Set Radio, Metropolis Street Racer, and Jet Set Radio Feature, all by 2002. Richard also worked on the music for the action-adventure game called Headhunter in 2001, which was a wildly ambitious soundtrack that was composed using a 67-piece orchestra. This soundtrack can easily be considered a benchmark in video game music, as he developed an emotive series of themes that were intended to bring this cinematically inspired game to the next level. And it's also worth mentioning that this was done well before the wave of cinematic scores becoming very popular in video game music. He went on to continue his work in video games with credits on The Club, several Sonic games, Little Big Planet 2, as well as 007 Bloodstone, which he was BAFTA nominated for. Most recently, Richard worked on the soundtrack for the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy game, which awarded him his nomination for Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media at the 65th Annual Grammy Awards. This was the first time this award had ever been presented in which video game music is specifically being recognized, and I cannot think of a better person to have been one of the first for this category. With the way that his career has continued to evolve over the years, it makes sense to say that Richard is easily one of the most talented composers in the world of video game music. Now, there's a recurring vocal talent on the Metropolis Street Racer soundtrack that deserves a lot of credit as well for making this one so special. Fans of the 1997 Sega Saturn release of Sonic R will recognize the voice of TJ Davis on the music for our next block of songs. TJ is a British singer who got her start in the late 80s and eventually became the backing vocalist for Gary Newman, as well as the band Blur. In 1997, TJ and Richard were able to connect through a mutual friend who told TJ that Richard was looking for a singer for the music he was producing for Sonic R. TJ has attributed their success of working together on how well they got along. And honestly, they kind of had to, because the seven songs that they made for that game had to be produced in under a week. Now, the tracks that they collaborated on for the Metropolis Street Racer soundtrack, thanks to the presentation style of being an in-game radio station, really helped deflect TJ's amazing singing talent and also becomes a perfect time capsule of that turn-of-the-century sound in popular music. So for our next block, we're going to start things off with the incredible song called You Can Love Me. And this song has soul. The phenomenal new Jack Swing sound of this track brings me back to summers listening to the R&B trio SWV on the radio. And then to follow that spectacular song, we're changing the genres with this UK garage meets house inspired track called Show Me Your Love. This club ready track could easily have hit the late night airwaves in 2001. And then of course finally, to finish the block, we're going to listen to the poppy and dancey track called It Doesn't Really Matter. If you're a fan of the 1996 Sonic 3D Blast soundtrack that Richard also made for the Sega Saturn, you might notice this song shares the melody with Green Grove Act 1, and it makes for an excellent song to end this block. So buckle in, turn up the volume, and let's go racing with these outstanding songs, and I'll be back after that.
Bizarre Creations was the developer for Metropolis Street Racer and was a game development studio in Liverpool in the UK. They originally got their start as a company called Raising Hell Software in 1987. The small studio created a few games back then for the Commodore 64 and the Sega Genesis called The Killing Game Show and Wiz and Liz. As the studio grew, the team rebranded to Bizarre Creations and expanded to five employees. Then later, they expanded to 11 employees when they had a chance to create a Formula One game for the PlayStation 1. That game was ultimately their huge break and it went on to become the best-selling game in Europe in 1996, and its sequel was widely praised when it was released the following year. Thanks to their Formula One racing pedigree, Bizarre Creations was selected as a semi-first-party developer for Sega. That's when they were tasked with creating a city-based street racing game where the city was just as much part of the experience as the racing was. And Metropolis Street Racer arguably had what it took to make an incredible new racing series. And that did not go unrecognized after the demise of the Dreamcast. Microsoft recognized that they had something special and picked the team up to develop the spiritual successor called Project Gotham Racing, which continued the use of the Kudo system. They're also pretty well known for their hidden minigame turn full series called Geometry Wars, as well as creating The Club, 007 Bloodstone, and the Mario Kart-like action racing game called Blur. But unfortunately, Bizarre Creations was purchased by Activision for $67 million in 2007. And shortly after the release of Blur and 007 Bloodstone in 2010, Activision attempted to sell the studio and found no takers. Within a few months, they decided that the staff of Bizarre Creations was redundant and formally closed the studio in early 2011. So let's get into this final block of music and play it in honor of the staff of Bizarre Creations as a thank you for all of their work on some of the most fun and high quality racing games that are out there. To start this final block of tunes, we're gonna go all in on the heaviest dance beats this soundtrack has to offer. So get on your dancing shoes, get your glow sticks and grab your UFO pants because we're going to the Metropolis Street Rave. First, we're gonna hear the song called Intro. This wickedly dark techno beat is what plays during the intro of the game where they introduce the kudo system to the player. Then, we're going to mix right into a track called Club Paris. This track very much reminds me of the early trance song from 1996 called Children by Robert Miles. And then following that one, and to wrap this all up, we're going to hear one of my favorite songs in this soundtrack called Overdrive. Kudos to Richard for this absolute banger of a 2000s dance track because it's the perfect song to end this block with. So let's hit it, and I'll be back after that.
That's our show. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode of Bar Silence about the music from Metropolis Street Racer. If you want to interact with the show and tell me what you think about my selections in this episode, you can follow me on a variety of social media platforms. That includes Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and most recently you can find the show on Blue Sky. Those locations are where you can find screenshots, artwork, music clips, and various information about the games that are featured in each episode. Check the show notes to follow along on your favorite platform of choice. And if you're enjoying this show's selection of incredible video game music each month, please consider taking a moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to this episode, because I'd really love to hear what you think. Don't forget, you can go to barsilence.com to listen to past shows if you've missed any. And of course, if you're feeling giving, you can always support Bar Silence on Patreon. For already subscribing, I want to thank the members of the Legion of EGM for supporting this show. Zoe, Alusa, and Cameron... Your support keeping this show going each month is beyond awesome, and you all rock. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to become a member of the Legion of EGM yourself, you can contribute for less than the price of a Happy Meal, and you get access to a bonus episode of awesome music each month. Be sure to check the show notes for a link to join. I would also like to thank friend of the show, contributor, and fellow VGM podcaster Professor Tom of the Shujin Academy VGM Club. You can and should check out his excellently themed episodes wherever you find podcasts, and you can also now find his show on AP's Radio. Additional thanks also go to show sponsor Bold Pick and Specialty Pickles. This group produces some of the most incredible pickles I've ever had. 
so head to boldpickings.com and see if you can find them in stores near you. So finally, to end this show, I have one more track to play us out. The song we're going to hear next is called Tokyo Bonus Track by Richard Jakes. This city pop and Japanese jazz fusion inspired track is an absolute jam, and I think you're really going to like it. So let's get into this one, and same as always, thank you again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.